And Russ fizzled out, man. The, the whole hashtag, <laughs> let, Russ, let cook. Russ cook, has fizzled. I, think, I think he ran out of ingredients <laughs> to cook, my guy. <laughs> that boy seasoning his chicken with, like, water now or pepper or whatever, man. <laughs> that boy making some white, some, some white people chicken right now, bro. Like, <laughs> no flavor. <laughs> That's a meme we're talking about, okay? White people, y'all okay over here. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's Max from the Max and Juan cast. I'm joined by... What up, players? It's your boy Juan, back at it again for another installment. That intro song, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. I remember being a kid and listening to it on NBA Street Volume 2 for all the old heads (laughs) out there. Yes, sir. Back when EA was a good company, but I don't want to get into that right now. What a Sunday. Oh my gosh. Especially if you were a Jets fan. We're going to get into that later. But we're just going to take you through the NFL games of the weekend. We're going to talk about a couple NBA things at the end. So Juan, start us off with the first game. So the marquee matchup of the weekend was obviously Kansas City going into New Orleans. And what a game, dude. KC winded up coming up on top. 32 to 29. What's your initial um, thoughts, Max? Well, the first thing is when we were picking, I don't think we knew Drew Brees was going to play. He was a late decision to start. Yeah, we did the pick the pickums kind of early in the week, but both of us were going into this. We both picked our game with the notion of Brees not playing. Yeah, and we both had it a close affair, and that's what it was. The Chiefs, like usual, play with their food. They did some Warrior-esque things in the third quarter. <laughs> this game, the officiating left me with a little to be desired. I mean, let's just talk about it right now. Cameron Jordan did not deserve to be thrown out of the game. That was BS. Yeah, not at all, dude. That was BS, bro, to the fullest. Yeah, he had a closed fist, but it was during the play of game. It was a heated game. It was just... It was uncalled for for him to get ejected. I felt like, I felt like it was just, it was just already enough with the with the flag being thrown. Yeah, you know, if you want to give him a unsportsmanlike conduct, fifteen yards, that's fine. But that is the best player on their defense. It's not even close. Him and Mitchell Schwartz battling that afternoon, it was amazing, man. Those two guys are what the tops of their position potentially. Yeah, their defense was amazing, dude. Uh, Tony Romo kept on pointing it out how. They just dared the Chiefs to run. I never, ever watched a team that was as good as the Chiefs and had teams literally dare them to run the ball. Usually it's the opposite. Usually teams are like, okay, we dare you to pass the ball. No, they're daring them to run the ball. They bring two safeties (laughs) back, and their whole defensive front is just like, okay, and we're going to stop this run without our safeties (laughs) being in the box, and you guys are going to have to run this ball. Dude, coaches from 20 years ago are rolling in their graves watching teams dare this team to run the ball, man. This goes against, like, everything that we used to see, right, in the 2000s where teams would be like, all right, there's eight guys in the box. And now they're like, you know what? We got, like, seven guys, six guys. Just try it. Come on. Come on, Kansas. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. It doesn't matter if it's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire or Le'Veon Bell. Man, shout out to him, man. That injury looked bad. I hope it's not an ACL or something worse, but... They're probably going to be without him for a while. We haven't seen any news, though. Yeah, prayers up for Edwards Hilaire. It's going to be tough, but (laughs) 
like we were just talking about, it's probably not going to affect the Patriots, uh, Patriots, excuse me, Chiefs. Not that bad. They're, they're a passing team. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. It doesn't matter. Patrick Mahomes is amazing. Third down, third down throws, touchdown throws, whatever, whatever the guy has to do, running the ball. He does it, bro. It's it's big play after big play after big play. It's amazing to watch. It gets me pissed off that he's in our division. He's great, man. They're the best team in the league. This is the scary thing. And you've watched the Chiefs probably just as much as me. Have they played their best game yet where they didn't have a miscue on offense or they left yards on the field? Because if you ask me, they left yards on the field. Nicole Hardman dropped an absolute dime from Patrick Mahomes early in the first quarter. Yeah, it happens almost every game where there's a lot more meat on that bone that they could have ate. That's insane, dude. They're like the Warriors, man. We've been saying that. They just play with their food, and when they want to turn it on, they flip that switch, man. It doesn't seem like it's not going to work. There's just too much talent on that football team. Yeah, I was hoping Tony Romo was going to give a shout out to our podcast because he was talk he was just talking about how dominant the Chiefs are in in the third quarter. I was like, mention the Warriors, mention the Warriors, but he I didn't know, mention right? the Warriors. Well, he probably but... heard it and didn't want to steal it because he's a good guy. Is that Tony Romo? <laughs> exactly, but dude, it's it's so funny that they're they're the most dominant team in the third quarter in the NFL. And it's just they they bring comparisons to the Warriors to me and Max. It's amazing. Do you want to talk about the Saints side of the ball on offense? Breeze had no weapons. Who who do you have? Emmanuel Sanders, Jared little, Cook, little and... Jordan Humphrey. <laughs> exactly, dude. Three practice squad players brought up this week for them. That's who they were throwing to. It was bad. I know. I know. Max is not a big fan of Drew Brees as of this season. No, I no, don't no, think no. it was his fault. Four seasons ago, since, <laughs> since the noodle arm became a thing, I have not been a fan. Look, I'm just going to talk about the first quarter interception. That was a stupid decision. It's it's tough to watch these two quarterbacks because when Mahomes loads up and throws the balls on a rope, and every ball Drew Brees throws is just like fluttering through the air all softly. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the arm difference is huge. Yeah, he doesn't have the arm strength like he used to, but I still feel like he reads he reads the defense good enough. Even though he only threw one pick, the Chiefs did have a couple of drop picks, especially one that was in the end zone by Tyron Matthew that he should have had. But he still makes big time throws. He still he still drew Breeze. He's not a he, bum. He still he's not yeah, a bum. Yeah, he's not a bum, dude. I don't if and I know I come th- off saying that. I know I come off sounding like that. I don't mean to. I'm just critical of him because everyone wants to praise the dude for stuff he's yeah, done in the past. I get you. Yeah. He he showed up today though. I felt like that Cameron Jordan ejection really did kill their momentum. And I think Patrick Mahomes is just too much for them. They're just way too much. <laughs> their defense played amazing. For everybody, man. Yeah, and I and I don't think their defense played that bad. They cracked the hell out of Patrick Mahomes on that fumble that they had oh, with yeah. Hendri- Hendrickson. That guy's good. that was nasty. He's good. Yeah, man. I, I haven't seen Patrick Mahomes get hit like that in a minute. He kind of has that Russell Wilson thing where he never gets hit big. So like when he does, it's like wow, oh my god, they got him. Real quick, I just want to talk about the Chiefs' defense. I know they're not good, right? And I told you this a couple weeks ago, I believe. 
they don't get pushed around in the run game that much. I know they they can't cover anybody, right? But Kamara did not dominate this game from a running the ball aspect. No, he had a touchdown in the red zone, but he didn't he didn't break out and ruin the game for them. They they kept them in check for the most part. I think the Kansas City Chiefs with the model they put on defense cuz you know, what? It's 60%, 70% of their money on offense. But the guys on defense they have, they're so impactful, it almost covers up the whole of how bad. Like, if you take off Chris Jones, their defense is trash. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've the two games that I've seen the most of the Chiefs were against the Raiders, and I felt like that is the recipe to beat them. You have to bully them up front, and you got to run the ball against them. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on saying it. I just don't think that they're – pass rush is that good i know chris jones is elite and like you said i i do agree he's impactful but as far as the rest of their guys i just don't feel like as a unit they're good pass rushing wise i 100 percent agree with that frank clark i don't know what happened to that dude he has not looked anywhere near to last year i know he came on late in the year last year like towards the playoffs he started popping but where is he man have you seen him make a play in the last few weeks make that the whole season i haven't seen him make one play Jeez, man and that's a guy they're giving so much money to their their cornerbacks are solid they're really impactful as far as chris jones and tyron matthew those are their best players on defense but a lot of the other guys that they have they're just i don't know they make plays when when they need to and that's the biggest part especially their cornerbacks and brashard breeland and Lajarius schneed i think <laughs> and excuse Top me if i say schneed Top 10 name in the NFL. But he had a pick, so they make plays when they need to. Which is a benefit. You know, they're not one of those defenses that has no idea what to do well. So they just do what they do well, and if it works, it works. You know, that's what that's one good thing about having an identity. And, you know, we were talking about the defensive side of the ball. Do you want to move on to the arguably the best defense in football? One of the best? Are you talking about the Miami Dolphins, or are you talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers? No, I'm talking about the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins. The Dolphin, Big Tuna. They got a dub today, man. Big Tuna. Yo, (laughs) man. The Big Tunas. Let me me redo the transition. Let's go. We're talking about one noodle arm quarterback. Let's go to the next one. Tua. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Come on. Yo, RIP Bill. Billy Ballgame. Man. Yeah, Miami gets out with the win. 22 to 12. Big win for Miami. Tough look for the New England Patriots. The Patriots' reign of terror is officially over. It was an amazing run, and we may never see it again in professional sports. But goddamn, I am so freaking happy that it's freaking over, dude. I am so happy. What do you think? Is it bad I'm a little sad because, like, I can't root against them anymore in the playoffs, like, with all your heart? Because let's be real. Other than divisional opponents, was there a team you wanted to see lose more than the Patriots? Yeah, there, there were. They've always been one of those non-divisional teams that I think everyone roots against, regardless, just because of the whole Brady and Belichick. I think that's what makes it sad. It's like I wanted the ship to go down with Brady there, and he's gone. So it's kind of like, man, I didn't get to see it like all come crashing down. But you know what? It's impossible, man, to be good for as long as they've been. Right, and they somehow did it with Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels. Shout out Matt Patricia. You were there for a bit of that. 
this is more impressive than the Spurs. You know, everyone always compared them to the Spurs. Football is a harder sport to dominate than basketball. That's facts. Yeah, just with the talent level that that they worked with over the years. And it shows both ways. It shows when they don't have the talent. And when they do have the talent, they almost go damn near perfect. So best organization in professional sports of all time in that span. It was the greatest run I've ever seen. In hockey, basketball, any individual, I'm sorry. It's the best consistency of winning, domination, the whole package, dude. And they were buttoned up besides the what? The flake gate, which I, I really think that was reaching for it. Because it's just one of, even with the spy gate to, to a certain extent. Both of those occurrences they're kind of they're kind of reaching for it because all teams did it and the only difference with the Patriots is that they got caught doing it it's definitely tough to be that team that gets caught whenever when you're like oh wow what about the other guys it's like i don't know who was the first guy to get caught for juicing in baseball but you know that guy was salty he's like um well i kind of got a list of guys if you want to go down this path it's not just me so it's definitely tough to be in that position but you know what Patriots suck this year. It's so nice to say because we haven't said that in what, like 20 years that they suck? <laughs> yeah. And I think everyone was always jumping the gun way too early on them. Oh, being they've mad. been dead the last five years <laughs> at some point. What, what, was the, exactly. what was the last year after the Ravens game? This dynasty's dead. It's yeah. dead. <laughs> it just kept on living. First half of Super Bowl <laughs> versus Atlanta. It's dead. Like, come on, man. These guys are so good. And you know what? If they go 11-5 and five next year, I'm not surprised, man. I'm looking at their record. They're 6-8, and eight, right? Their roster's not that good, is it? No, it's not good at all. They can't. They're so one-dimensional. If they can't run the ball, it's over. Yeah, and you know, so many of their guys opted out. I think this game was really a passing of the torch. I think this is going to continue. I know the Bills are also in the division, but it just kind of seemed right with, you know, Brian Flores... Bill Belichick disciple. I'm not saying Bill don't got it no more, but Buffalo and the Dolphins are the best two teams in that division, and I don't really see that changing. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Moving on to the Dolphins side of it, great win for them. I'm so impressed with Brian Flores. Like you said, their defense is very, very good. Top five in the league. I love the way they play defense. They get after it. They got two really good corners. They have a collection of pass rushers it's not even that they have one guy that's dominant it's just all of them really just get after it and it's a lot of guys who've been kind of lost in the shuffle over the years and you know former first round picks like Shaq Lawson and guys like that but as a collective and as a group they play great defense man it's very impressive they know who they are they play good on special teams they play good on defense and they're so well coached yeah they're they're so well coached man they stick to their guns it's kind of like the Patriots in a way, though, right? Like, the Patriots, for how many years, have not had a great pass rusher? I know they had Chandler Jones, but he wasn't like the Chandler Jones we've seen the last two years. They always find a way to manufacture pass rush, just like the Patriots. And, I mean, let's be real. Kyle Van Noy was playing hard against his old team. <laughs> Brian Flores was coaching hard against his old team. <laughs> I mean, let's get to the main guy, though. What did you think of Tua? Because this is the guy who's going to decide the future of their franchise. Okay, look. Obviously, I'm not impressed. I'm just not impressed as far as him being a guy that can carry a team. For their situation 
and what they're doing right now. He fits perfectly, man. You got to give him credit in that aspect. Okay. Two things that, that I noticed. One, in the Chiefs game, he was down early. Okay. And it obviously did not phase him. He kept on throwing the ball, kept on throwing the ball with confidence. So that doesn't phase him. Number two, mistakes. He's thrown interceptions and he's fumbled the ball or take safeties, whatever it is. That doesn't affect him either, really. It really doesn't seem like it. His his demeanor and his body language is fine. I like that about him. That's the positives. Okay. The numbers aren't that impressive. And he's no. obviously just managing the game for them. Exactly what I was just going to say. They just That's the style of football they play. It's defense, run the ball. Even though they can't run the ball, the offense is so vanilla with him. It's bootleg, read option, power run game. It's so basic for them. But that's the style of football that they're winning at. Yeah, and obviously it's going to come back to bite them when they face a team who can score a lot of points. And by no means, the Patriots are not that team. It really showed against the Chiefs. But you got to give them some leeway with the Chiefs. That's the best team in the NFL. And they did put up a fight at the end of the day. Their defense was amazing in that game. I thought Tua played his probably best game so far. But like we talked about with the Chiefs and Mahomes, Tua left a lot of meat on the bones. Like if he made a couple of those big boy throws, that game's changed completely. And that's what I need to see from him. It's not the intermediary short throws because he can make those. He's pretty accurate, but it's about can you put the velocity on the ball? And I know not everybody's got the Josh Allen type arm, right? But there is a, what, a bare minimum of arm strength required. And I think two is right around there where he can maybe do it. I need to see more, though. I really want to see this team play in a playoff game. I'm very interested in seeing that. We'll see if they do make it. Next week's big. For yeah, not just saying because you're a Raider fan. I'm saying, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. If Tua carves up the Raiders defense, I know that's not a big deal. But, like, he should carve them up. No offense. I'm sorry. I don't want to yeah, give you flashbacks on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Dolphins are a good team at the end of the day, and they should beat the Raiders, whether Tua's a game manager or showing up showing up and scoring a bunch of touchdowns. Like, he should get it done regardless, either way. Dude, I mean, this is a really quick tangent, but speaking of touchdowns being scored, did you see the SEC championship game? Yeah, so many. <laughs> I thought I, I thought your I, boys from Alabama had a good defense, Juan. What happened? <laughs> Giving up 46 points to Florida Gators. Hey, hey, hey. Kyle Trask, he's impressive. I like him. I like the tight end Pitts for their team. Man, he was a monster. Oh, yeah, dude. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he just declared, too. Really? Dang. Yeah, he, he declared for the NFL draft. And speaking of the NFL draft, maybe the – Oh my upset of the oh, year. Come on, man. J E T. This is kind of good and bad. Even when you We're lo- going to be talking about the Jets. <laughs> Even when you win, you lose, baby. <laughs> the Jets got their first win today. Is that a tough look for the Jets to get their first win? <laughs> Cuz now they're picking number 2 overall. Hey, maybe they get Kyle Trask from Florida. You never know, okay? <laughs> come on. Come on, Jets. Bro, I'm seeing Jets fans have been so pissed off about this one. I'm like, bro, I'd rather go 1-15 and get the second pick in the draft than go 0-16. That's something that you can never wash away, an 0-16 record. Yeah. 
The Jets winless no more. They win 23 to 20, beating the Los Angeles Rams in LA and their brand new stadium. <laughs> Why well, you got to point upsets. out it's brand new? <laughs> you know what's funny about it's this embarrassing. Game? You know what's funny? Even if like, you know, there were fans allowed in the stadium, the crowd would have been probably the same as today. With nobody. That's tough. That's tough. There's nobody That's in tough. LA cares. You're probably right. But one of the biggest upsets of the season. No, it's it's the biggest upset of the season. <laughs> the Rams are I wish to be a we good bet team, on this man. game. I wish we bet on this game. Weren't you saying I wish I should I should just put down ten bucks on the Jets just in case. <laughs> we should have. We should have both. We should have both Dude, put down at least twenty bucks. Let me look up the spread really quick. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it was bad, dude. There, Rams, the Rams. You got seventeen points if you took the Jets. Man, that's insane, dude. It was insane. Yeah, they got out to an early lead. Their defense played great today. They had three sacks on golf. It sucks that they're probably gonna lose the the number one overall pick. But to me, my opinion, you can't tell grown men to go out there and lose a game. They're gonna go out there. They're gonna try. They're not going to get embarrassed like that. They don't want to go down as a team that never won a game. It's not going to happen. It, and a lot yeah. of these guys don't care. They don't care about the next year's, next year's team. They're probably not even going to be on the team. So why should they care? They're going to go out there and put their best film out there, and they're going to play their ass off. I thought the Jets whooped the Rams butt a little bit. I would definitely say the first half this game was all Jets. They kind of took their foot off the gas. It was funny to watch them play with the lead one. I don't know if you got, like saw this. They look like they're like, oh, crap. Like, we can't blow this. What are we going to do? Do we? What do we do? I was just like, Well, thank on. God that they didn't have Greg Williams because uh, they know, probably would have blitzed their way yeah, out of that lead. Ran, ran commit uh, for the 20. <laughs> you think Greg Williams was like, oh, crap. I hit run commit. No. No. <laughs> But I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the Rams side of this. This this was an embarrassing loss for them. It was horrible. And this is why you can't believe in golf. Because this game was the epitome on why me and you dislike golf. He cannot be the guy who gets it done by himself. They didn't have the run game going today. If they, they can't had run to the play ball, down they like the Patriots. Yeah, they yeah, they, they couldn't play from down. And their defense, even though their defense has been playing great this year and number one defense and all that, they struggled today, okay? They they got off to a bad start. The Jets started scoring some points early, and Goff had to take them out of it, and he could not do it. Adam Gase looked like he had a beat on the Rams' defense. And not a lot of teams can really say that this year. They've been playing great. It's just shocking to me. I don't understand what happened. I I want to go back and watch film of it. The first half, the Jets were whooping their butt in the trenches. It's just embarrassing, man. Like you said, it's an embarrassment, an extremely tough look for my guy. I don't know if you caught this on the broadcast, right? I forgot who was calling the game, but they said Sean McVay called Adam Gase during the week and said, hey, take pride in how hard you guys are playing. If I was Adam Gase, I'm calling Sean McVay after the game be like, thanks, baby. Don't worry. We still playing hard. <laughs> What it do, baby? Yeah, it was it was bad, dude. It's to me, it's just more of a it's more of a magnifying glass on on Jared Goff, dude. He is not the guy. You can't win a Super Bowl with that kind of quarterback. He doesn't deserve that money. He's 
he's more than what he is. He can't he he doesn't have a good deep ball. A lot of his throws are managed by Sean McVay and getting guys open and having a good scheme. It doesn't look very well for them. And I don't see him winning a Super Bowl with him anytime soon. Man, I thought the Rams were going to be like a sneaky Super Bowl contender. And this game didn't just look like, oh, they were asleep. Like, they tried to flip the switch, man, and they couldn't do it. The Jets beat them. And there was this play at the end of the game, right? Frank Gore catches this little, like, hook pattern in the middle of the field like he slipped out of the backfield. And there was no one there. It's like... The Jets had the perfect play called up, man. The Rams deserve to lose this game. I'm glad that Jets didn't choke this game away. Yeah, and now they fall behind in the division race to the Seahawks. So it's going to be a tough look for the Rams. I, and, I, and I like the Rams. Just with Ramsey and Donald, I just really thought that they were a force to be reckoned with in the NFC. But this game was a really bad look for them. And you know what's going to make me mad, dude? I don't know who the Rams play next week. It's probably some cupcake team because that's always happens to Goff after like a crappy game. They play a cupcake team where Sean McVay outcoaches the guy. Jared Goff's throwing to wide open people and Cooper Cup's running after the catch for like 100 yards. And then Goff comes out with a 30 for 40 stat line with 400 yards. People think he's good. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Are you? Is it a safe bet to say you're surprised the Jets didn't choke? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't choke that lead. I... I mean, let's get into a team that choked. That's been choking for what? When did when did they lose the Super Bowl to Tom? I want to say about two to three years ago. Yeah. Well, let's just say Tom Brady likes playing in Atlanta. Okay. Man. Sorry. Tom Brady likes playing against Atlanta. Okay. No, he likes playing against the Atlanta Chokers because that's what they <laughs> should be named. They should get the Falcon name stripped from them. They were up seventeen. Oh. I'm sure Matt Bryan was having flashbacks. Julio Jones, who didn't even play, was having flashbacks. I feel bad to be an Atlanta fan, man. There is no good teams. The Braves choke. The Falcons are chokers. The Hawks suck. Come on, Atlanta. I need more from you. We kind of knew this was kind of happening, though. When they were up 17-0, I kind of had this feeling like, yeah, the Bucks are going to come back. I think the Falcons are... Are gonna lose this game. They're gonna lose the seventeen point lead because they're just known as being chokers. This was such a typical Bucks game. Like the first quarter, I was like, "Man, I don't know what's up with this team." Excuse me, the whole first half, right? You're like, "What is this team, man?" There's too much talent on this team to be this bad. I know Atlanta loves to compete in games they have no business winning, and the second half happened, and it was like flip the switch. Mike Evans is going off. Antonio Brown caught a bomb. That just killed the Falcons. I'm like, how are you going to get burnt by A.B. this late in the game? Come on. The Bucks' second comeback this year from down 17 points. One of them was against the Chargers, who are another choke artist team. And the other one, obviously, today against the Falcons. And these are just two bad, you know, coach teams. That's what happens. And they're on a whole nother level. I, I just feel like at this point, it's in their head. At this point, they got to be thinking of it every time that they're up. So how do you fix that? Just like clean house? So Matt Ryan goes, Julio goes, uh, Raheem Morris goes. I mean, he's just the interim anyway. Yeah, I think it's obvious. They they have to clean shop because this is unacceptable. It is, honestly, and it's tough to look at. And if I'm an Atlanta fan, I'm tired of this, man. Like, If I'm an Atlanta fan, I go somewhere and they say, you watch football, I'm saying – Nah, man, I don't really like football. Right, I like the NFL. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I'm a player's guy, you know? 
And then when they mentioned the Falcons, like, what? Oh, they still play? Oh, uh, I mean, I don't the Chokers? No, nah, I mean, I, ain't, I don't watch those guys. <laughs> the only guy that impresses me on Atlanta right now is Calvin Ridley, man. He's a baller. Yeah, he's impressive. Do you think he's a number one? Or he's just like a high level two? I think he's a high level two. I think he's he's kind of like a step over Juju Smith. Is he better than your boy Coop? Even though I'm not a big fan of Amari Cooper, no. I still think Amari Cooper is better. The only big problem with Amari Cooper is he doesn't show up in big games. But that's another story for another day. (laughs) Why don't we just save that for when we talk about the 49ers and Cowboys? Yeah, I know. We'll get into that a little bit later. But going on the Bucs side, Leonard Fournette. He wasn't able to run the ball today. He wasn't as effective as Ronald Jones. They were missing him today with that aspect of their offense. Browns and Evans, they did some mad damage, though, in the past game today. Um, this team I, this team has just felt like they've just been moving in along the whole season. It's been mediocre. Everyone is expecting them to bring it to a whole nother level and just start dominating teams week after week after week. And it doesn't happen. It's like they'll have a good week and then they'll have a week like this. And it's just, it's very, very odd to to have that, especially from a Tom Brady type team. Because Tom Brady teams don't really do that. It, it doesn't take this long for, for a Tom Brady team to get acclimated to the season like this. And I mean, granted, it's not the Patriots. I get it. It's not Bill Belichick. But the Patriots back in the day, it took them until November to really get on a hot streak. Is this team's problem the roster? Is it the coaching? What is it to you? To me, I think the roster is maybe a little bit overestimated because they got the talent at like flashy positions, right? Like receiver, quarterback. They don't have a great O-line. They don't have great cornerbacks. I know Carlton Davis is good. Antoine Winfield's a rookie. They have a solid D-line. I just don't know, man. I don't know what to make of this team. I was going to say, man, I'm so much more sold on this team, but I'm still like, it's like a game-by-game thing. Are they going to show up or not? And I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, this team to me smells and looks like a team to get exit in the first round. Like is it That's a close it game like or is it a blowout? Or it could be there with this team because they're just the Bucks at this point and we don't know what to make of them. I don't know how they'll lose because it's been all <laughs> over the place this year. I just know it does not look good. And they look like a type of team to maybe win these last three games and they just don't look good. Like they're ugly wins, kind of like this one. And they go into the playoffs and they're, I believe they'll be 11 and 5. And everyone will be picking them because obviously it's Tom Brady. But I can easily see them losing. I just feel like, I feel like it's more of a coaching thing. I just feel like they're not. As button up. That's Bruce Arians though, right? Like he's not a button up guy himself. And this team screams to me, a team that beats bad teams but won't beat a good team. Honestly, that's what I see. It's like they're going to take care of business against the Lions, the Jaguars, the Jets. But that doesn't get it done in the playoffs, man. And if they get unlucky and have to go against like the number two seed, I'm scared if I'm a Tampa Bay fan. Yeah, it's they're just super inconsistent, man. It's, it's hard to to look at them winning the Super Bowl this year and have them down as a favorite. They had a good stretch, but, man, after that Saints game, too, like, they've had some tough looks on their schedule. Like, what was it, 38-0 against the Saints? Like, you haven't competed with the best team in your division. That's why I don't buy into them. I know they're what? I think they have the same record now 
the Saints and the Bucks, right? They're both ten and four. Yeah, man. No, I I think the Saints are. Let me check it real quick. The Saints are ten and four, and the Bucks are nine and five. So the Saints still have a lead up on them. Okay. The, the Saints are definitely one of those teams that need to play inside. They are not a good outdoors team, but I'm not sold on the Bucks, man. I still, I don't think anything's going to change my mind at this point. They're just too inconsistent. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to to pick them winning over any other dominant team in the NFC, especially the top three teams. Oh, for sure. And who's more inconsistent, them or the Cardinals? <sighs> I would say the Bucks, but. <laughs> Why hey, the Cardinals got up? their yeah. got a win today, dude. I mean, we don't have to talk about this game. We can do our usual <laughs> ten seconds on my Philadelphia fly Eagles fly. Let me start it, man. How, Is that okay? Can yeah, I start it? Yeah, how about it? you start? Can it? I start yeah, it? Please, thank you, man. Um, Carson Wentz looked great today, holding that clipboard, earpiece in, <laughs> giving guys high fives. I just want to preference off by let me start with Jalen Hurts stat line. Okay, Does that work? Please, twenty four for forty four. 338 yards, three touchdowns, 63 yards rushing. He had a stupid safety in the beginning of the game. That's a rookie error. I'm not mad at that. You know, he panicked. Our O-line is awful. If you're an Eagles fan, or if you didn't watch this game, you're going to see the yards and think, oh, my God, look at the yards. He had a lot of yards today on quick screens. I think he had probably about 100 to 110 yards. That doesn't mean he didn't play well. I thought he played the so much better, right? It's like not even the... He was so much better than he was against the Saints. He was throwing the ball with velocity, which I love to see because I have questions about his arm. His placement at times was spotty one. I know you saw that too. I know you had a close eye on this game. But, man, this dude's a running back, man. When he has the ball in his hands, I'm not saying like Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that negatively, right? I'm saying when he gets the ball in his hands and he's moving, he's a running back. You saw that on the yeah, touchdown. Yeah, dangerous. Did you see the touchdown yeah. against Buda Baker? Yeah. He dragged Impressive. Buda Baker. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying he's the guy yet. I still need to see more. I, I know it's been two games, and he kept us close. But the Eagles were competing in games before him. He's a little loosey-goosey with the ball. He had two fumbles today. But, I mean, you run that much. I get it. You're a rookie. I'm not going to f- hate on him too much. Yeah, I was so impressed with Jalen Hurts today. He he simply makes plays for you guys. i seen him make tight window throws. He's good enough in the mechanics department that I can see him growing on it. I'm you know, with you I on can that. Really see, and I don't even yeah. like the guy really that much. Yeah, I, I can totally see him working on his mechanics because it's obvious on where where he started from Alabama and where he is now is night and day, dude. So I have total confidence in him. I love what I've seen, especially with his, you know, he just had great moxie out there, dude. It just felt like he the bright the lights weren't too bright for him. There was a play in in the last last drive of the game where he got tripped by Hassan Reddick and he simply just picked up the ball and threw the ball. Oh, it was like a it's just simple stuff like that. It was a great play. That was yeah. phenomenal. And it's just plays like that where it shows he's not afraid of the, of the spotlight. He's the game is not too big for him. He's cool. He's cool. He's calm. He's collective. Now that doesn't always work out with every quarterback just because you have that. You still got to have some sort of talent and like you said with the whole running ability he's phenomenal oh, it's opened aspect. up the offense it's really opened yeah, it's it opened up. up everything it was great to see today man 
I really like what I seen from Jalen. Did you watch this game start to finish? I didn't watch every single play. I would like to go back and watch every single play, but I definitely had a close eye, like you said. So in the beginning part of the game, there were some miscues on Arizona's defense, like Zach Ertz got behind the linebacker, Jordan Hicks. Way to play hard against your old team, Jordan. I mean, we still miss you, man, of Philly. But like his <laughs> running puts pressure on defense. It puts them in a bind to a certain degree. Because, you know, with Wentz, he's mobile, but he's not. Jalen Hurts is a different level i don't even want to put him on the same level i think yeah, with, and when he rolls out to pass right hurts it's like pfft, this guy's rolling out to run man and he's gonna pick up yards he's he's physical which is kind of scary right you don't love, you never like to see your quarterback lower his shoulder yeah definitely dude it, unfortunately you guys have no weapons on the outside like we've been saying no, all Al, Alshon jeffrey i think we can i think we oh you know <laughs> we might get Deshaun jackson back so we can get hurt that's my favorite one hey man. but Besides Rager and, of course, Goddard, dude. It's obvious Goddard It's way better than Ertz, like you've been saying. Ertz is done. Oh, he's cooked, man. He's just lost the explosiveness. And I know he's kind of playing banged up, but it didn't look good before the injury, man. Yeah, and going going on the Cardinal side of it, DeAndre Hopkins absolutely murdered you guys. You know what, Madden, when you get your superstar X Factor and it's just like you just abuse the corners <laughs> with it? Like, uh, what's it called? Mossed? Double me. Double me, Moss, whatever. DeAndre Hopkins was like, dude, he had all of them. He had to rack them up today. He was like breaking tackles, running. I was like, why couldn't we get the Deshaun? Sorry. Why couldn't we get the Kyler Murray, uh, DeAndre Hopkins connection What in, against the Giants where he had like one catch for like 20 yards or something? <laughs> but no. Yeah. We got no corners. You know, Slay was out. Thank God. We don't need to kill Darius Slay's career anymore. We had fight, though, yeah. man. That's one thing I am proud of this team with. Even you with Lance, fought. we fought. We didn't get bullied that often. We're a bad team. It's not Hurt. It's not Wentz. It's the whole team. We had a pump block today. Uh, it's just bad, man. It's let's move yeah, on to next year. All right. <laughs> yeah, your your guys' offensive line really showed again this year with all the sacks. But moving on to the other side of it, hey man, Kyler Murray, amazing game. Talking about stat lines: four hundred and six passing yards, three touchdowns, one INT. He was phenomenal. Hopkins, like you said, had a great game. Nine receptions for 169 and a touchdown. And that touchdown came in a crucial moment of the game. It, it was great, dude. Any big-time situation, any third down, any play that they needed to make, it was Murray and Hopkins. That was the story of this game. Munchkin Murray's going to give me nightmares because he was running away from our defensive line. I mean, <laughs> first, I just want to say shout-out to Fletcher Cox. You're a dog. There was a screen, right, to DeAndre Hopkins. Bro, Fletcher yeah, Cox chased, chased him down. Him down oh and I'm like, God. dude, you're a dog, man. I'm so – but he can't chase down Kyler Murray, man. Fletcher Cox looks like he's trying to kill, like, a fly with, like, a pencil. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, Murray finally had his bounce-back game. He's had a tough stretch of about three games. So it's good to see that this win was huge for them. They're looking to get into the playoffs, man. Is the door open with the Rams, or there's too far gone? I think they're a little too far behind, right? This is what they're. No, not not for the division, but definitely, definitely for the wild card. I don't see the Bears winning ways, continuing and them getting in. I feel like they're gonna keep keep that last playoff spot a hold with the eight and six record that they have. Let's talk about the Bears, man. It was a big matchup. It could have been our marquee. The losing team was the Vikings. Uh, Juan, you have the score? Yeah, the Bears won 33-27. to 
the Vikings are done now, right? Yeah, they're done. It's not looking too good. No. They're what, 6-8 and eight now? Yeah, when you have to play the game of we need five teams to lose on week 17, you're never in a good spot. Like, I, <laughs> I remember seeing one where it was like, I just say the, the Lions, for example, they're like, they need Dallas to lose, Pittsburgh, to t- uh, sorry, the Bears <laughs> to lose, Vikings to tie. And it's like, bro, yeah, they just need call too many, it. Too much just to call it, man. <laughs> You know what? If I'm a Vikings fan, I'm proud of the way this team started to where they're at now. You have a stud in Justin Jefferson, man. Dalvin Cook, another building block. Kirk Cousins, is he like Jared Goff a little bit better? Maybe? No. How do you like that, Kirk? <laughs> you like that. Well, you know what? I like. <laughs> what do you like, Juan? Come on. Hey, I like these running backs. If you had one of these running backs in fantasy, congratulations because the running backs were the were the story of this game. Whoever had those guys, David Montgomery had his best game of his career. Congratulations to you, bro. Has he gotten you faster? finally found your potential? Has he, has he gotten, <laughs> bro? This dude couldn't run away from Akeem Hicks like a week ago or someone like just as slow as him. Now he's running away from people. <laughs> I think it's the Trubisky effect. Is Trubisky the guy? <laughs> no, he is not. But <laughs> I, I just want to say this. Um, I was wrong about this game. Dalvin Cook freaking killed it. He had an amazing game. Who told game you that? I said that... he's not that bad against the Bears. <laughs> but hold on. I We forgot to because I brought up Trubisky. Can you, who was taken after him in the draft? Deshaun mm, Watson? That's one of them. I know you probably never heard this stat. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I just, you know, every broadcast, Mr. Trubisky, they could have had uh, could have Patrick Mahomes. It's like, yeah, we, they know. We, we've You've drilled that into our heads at this point. Trubisky, I, don't, I still don't think he's the answer. He had a really oh dumb interception. He had a really dumb interception in the red zone late in this game. <laughs> it was, was bad. bad. He almost threw away this game. <laughs> He almost threw away. That's this game. part of the mystique. But you you bring up Justin Jefferson, and I just want to say, man, this dude is freaking amazing. Best receiver in the class, without a doubt. Hey, hey, he, hey, Rear's not bad. Stop. Almost. Stop. <laughs> stop. I can't wait for their He's like the, Rieger to be playing, yeah. and they're gonna be like, they're gonna add Justin Jefferson. I'm gonna have to hear that for ten years. Yeah, the Eagle fans are sick, but he is so patient, dude. He he doesn't even play like a rookie. He he plays like a veteran. He obviously watches a lot of film, and he knows how to set up guys throughout the game, and it's so obvious. He's one of the best rookies I've seen with a route tree like him at such a young age in a while, dude. It's been a while since I've seen a guy like this. I mean, the only guy I can think of is going back to Coop. Remember when he came out, it was the route tree. He's got the NFL route tree so clean and out of his breaks. Yeah, Mari Cooper was and still is one of the best route runners in the league. I can't I I can't hate him for that. But Justin Jefferson, I just feel like he's so much more patient than Amari Cooper. It, it's just Justin Jefferson's patience throughout the game and, and just setting scared, up certain bro. Routes. He's not scared of the big moment. Yeah, and it's nothing. It's nothing like his physicals are 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 good. Probably is like it a great, mindset? Can I bring that back? Is it a mindset? That's <laughs> yeah, a, mindset? a mindset. That's a mindset. Because he's not crazy. He's not crazy athletically. Even a guy like Amari. I mean, a lot of people forget Amari Cooper still ran like 
uh, a 4-3 or 4-4, what was it? I forgot what it was, but he's still fast. He had a great combine, or he's not athletically gifted like a guy like Henry Ruggs or Tyreek Hill. He's not super fast. He's not super big. He's not the tallest guy. Whatever the case is, he gets off on pure film studying, solid hands, and just knowing how to set up guys. He's a dog, bro. I think that's what the difference is. Like, Amari Cooper never had the dog. Justin Jefferson is a dog, bro. I, I know it sounds like that, <laughs> that Minnesota won this game. I know. We're kind of talking about them yeah, more. <laughs> they still lost. They have a lot of young guys on defense. Their defense is kind of depleted this year. They're, they're bringing in a lot of new guys, especially at the cornerback position. But let's see what where they go from here. They might get rid of Kirk Cousins. Besides that, great win for the Bears. I still don't think they're going to make it to the playoffs. They had way too bad of a stretch of losing. There's always that's, that one that's bad it. team that makes the playoffs, right? And yeah. I'm, I think I'm looking at it. <laughs> I mean, the only was, other the other bad playoff who, team. Who, the was, Bears? Yeah, they might be the bad play. Or what is it, football team or the Bears? No, it's def- I think that, that spot is sealed by the NFC East. Hey, come on. Don't talk bad about my – you know what? Let's just get into Seattle-Washington really quick. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins teased me. I thought he was going to bring him back, and then I remembered it's Dwayne Haskins. What did we say on the Picks podcast? I think you said it. You're like, I'm afraid yeah, Dwayne Haskins is going to throw this ball away, <laughs> game away. Oh, and he, he did. He 100% threw the game away. I think he had, what, two picks? Dumb picks? Yeah, it was bad. I feel so bad for the defense of of Washington. They played their hearts out. The offense didn't score. The, the offense didn't score until the damn fourth quarter, dude. That was their first touchdown. It came in the fourth quarter. That's how bad their offense was playing. <laughs> Has, Haskins is is bad already without a run game. They didn't have it again today. It's tough with all the injuries on on the offensive side for them. With no Alex Smith, and I don't think they had. Um, Gibson. No, he's still out with it's turf tough. toe. Yeah, he's still out with turf toe. It was bad. It was bad on the offensive side. You're, you're not going to win the game with Dwayne Haskins throwing the ball 55 times. I mean, that was, should not have been. The, the game plan was ideally to, what, have him throw the ball five times? <laughs> yeah, but it's like a Jimmy Garoppolo type game yeah, oh, in the wow. NFC Come Championship. On. Throwing away. <laughs> throwing shade at my guy Jimmy G. Hey, look, really quick. I got to bounce back to the Rams and Jets game. Didn't they extend their streak of opening score touch uh, scoring? Yeah, they started off seven to nothing. <laughs> I told you, bro, that'd be making a difference, man. If you put the Jets offense with this Reds, oh, I almost did it. If you did uh, put the Jets offense with this Uh-oh. football team, now you maybe got a contender. Okay, no, nah, man, Dwayne Haskins is trash. He's done. Stick a fork in him. He's done. Get him out of there. I would. I thought I would never see this, but man, Alex Smith. Compared to Dwayne Askins, <laughs> yeah, and going on the sea, going on the Seahawks side, I wasn't that impressed, especially with their offense. Their offense really disappointed me in this game. I think that just goes back to what we've been talking about, though. With just the football team, man. I'm, I almost said it again, dude. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes back to the matchup. This team, D line, is that good. Their defense is that well coached. This is why Seattle's another one of those tough teams sometimes to look at. It's like, what are you guys doing? This should not have been that close of a game. They left meat on the bone. Where was DK Metcalf today? Where was Tyler Lockett? He's been kind of MIA the last Both few of those weeks. Guys. Yeah. 
And Russ fizzled out, man. The the whole hashtag <laughs> let, Russ, let cook. Russ cook has fizzled. I think, Russ I think he ran out of ingredients <laughs> to cook, my guy. Like, <laughs> that boy seasoning his chicken with like water now or pepper, or whatever, man. <laughs> that boy making some white some some white people chicken right now, bro. Like <laughs> no flavor. <laughs> That's a meme we're talking about, okay? White people, y'all okay over here. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was it was very disappointing to see that. It, it was a great challenge for them to to really show up and prove on why they're a top dog in the NFC and that yeah, we know that their defense sucks, but hey, we still got Russell Wilson. We still got DK Metcalf. We got some weapons. We're going to be able to run the ball like none of that happened. And yeah, they still won the game, but it's just the way they won it. It was an ugly win. If you told me before the game the Seahawks are going to rush for 180 yards and throw the ball for 120, I would have said Washington won this football game. I know we're making it seem like the Seahawks lost, but they've just had some tough looks the last few weeks. Like This is a team that's supposed to be hitting its stride right now, and they're still kind of spotty. Kind of like the Bucks in a way. They're more consistent than the Bucks, but they're spotty, and their best pass rusher is a safety. So that's always concerning, right? <laughs> hey, yeah, congratulations to Jamal Adams. He was real happy about the Seahawks making it to the playoffs. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. He's been stuck on that one team <laughs> for, what, four years? Good thing. Exactly. Have you seen the clip of him outside the practice facility and he's trying to get in and he's like, oh, I guess they traded me? <laughs> <laughs> Going into teams who struggle to make it to the playoffs. How about Cleveland? We just got finished watching that game. They beat the Giants 20-6 to on Sunday Night Football. What do you think about this game, Max? Baker Mayfield, man, he's earning himself a bag before my eyes. The progressive commercials are going to be flowing this Christmas week. Like, my guy Baker, way to shut me up, dude. Colin Cowherd's pissed off at Baker, I'm sure. He still <laughs> hates him, right? Probably. Yeah, okay. probably. Yeah, those guys never change. I know the Giants lost, but they held the Browns to 106 rushing yards. That D-line's for real. I know it's not really. it doesn't really matter because they can't score the ball. Overall, congrats to Cleveland, man. Their 10-win season, I don't think anyone expected this, right? People were expecting the same old Browns. Yeah, no. No one saw this coming, especially this way. And even though they won this game, the Giants had so many missed opportunities. It should have been a tie game, to be honest. They missed out on at least... 10 to 14 points. They they had two trips to the red zone where they were dry, driving the ball very well. And they take a dumb fake field goal call and they don't get it right there. They, there's another one where they go for it on fourth down and they run the ball and they don't get it on that play. It's just way too many missed opportunities. They're, they're, they were pushing the ball against the Browns defense. And a, a, another thing I wanted to bring up, shout out to Andrew Thomas. I know he gave up uh, a, a sack at the end of the game. And the, the game was kind of it was over, over at, at that, that point. point. It didn't matter. Yeah, he had he had a great game. I, I thought he really showed on why he was the top tackle taken in this year's draft. He played a very good game. Well, the other guy who everyone considered to be the top tackle was Jedrick Wills. And have they honestly both been outshined by uh, Makai Becton from the Jets. I think that's a yeah, fair Yeah, Makai Becton has been good too. But I, I think uh, Andrew Thomas wasn't getting that much he shine. Too when, much hate, you know, honestly. And I was yeah. probably, I probably gave him some hate because there were times he didn't look good. He got benched because he struggled and he had like a team discipline, I believe. 
he was great against Miles Garrett. That's a tough matchup. That's probably what top three tough matchup in football. That dude is so physically yeah. gifted, so skilled. Shout out to him, like you said, man. And I feel bad for the Giants because I feel like if they had a healthy Daniel Jones, they need him. I know he gets a yeah. lot of hate too. I think the Giants are like the king of getting like hate for players who aren't that bad. But this Browns team, are they for real? I don't know. I really don't know. I think they're for real. They have all the recipes to be a good playoff team. They run the ball. They play defense. Baker seems to be improving. Uh, the Browns know who they are, dude. They're, they're comfortable on how they play. Their offensive line keeps Baker clean. They have a good play-action game. And it really showed up tonight against, a, like you said, a, a for real Giants D-line. Like The Giants D-line is really good. I like what, I, what I've been seeing with Baker these last three games. I got to tell you. Baker Mayfield's had a roller coaster ride for his first three seasons. The first year, he was amazing. There's no way to deny that. He put the Browns back on the map, and then, like we've seen too often, when you get those high expectations, it fizzled out bad the second year. Freddie Kitchens gets fired. Baker's getting question marks. Is he the guy? And I think he's kind of subsiding those questions now. He's proving he is the guy. I think we kind of. I think we kind of sour on him too quickly. Yeah, definitely with the whole expectations of and the Odell stuff. being the number one pick. Yeah, it was it was a little bit too quick on the trigger, but he's really showing it now. He's 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 been impressive these last three games. He's really he shut both both of us up. Moving on to to some other games that were played today, um, Houston and Indy. Indy got a win, twenty seven to twenty. This one came down to the last drive of the game. Kiki, um, gosh, Kiki Kuti, <laughs> Kiki, why do you not love Deshaun? Why are you settling? Yeah, he sold this game. Watson, he got sacked five times. <laughs> Can you put a picture yeah. of Dragon Ball Z cell or cell? Excuse me, because my God, this what this was almost. I don't want to say okay, that was too far. This wasn't Greg Williams cell cell catastrophe. This was bad. Yeah, that's a whole other level. <laughs> Fumbles in the red zone potentially make two and zero against the Colts, but in reality they went zero and two. I think it was Darius Leonard who forced it, or uh, Okiki. What's his name? Bobby Okiki. Okiki. Bo- Bobby um, Oriki. Oriki. Thank you. Those two guys are ballers, man. They're both maniacs. Yeah, they fast. They're fast and they play with their heads on fire. They're they're really good. They can both be called maniac and little maniac because <laughs> they play the same. <laughs> How good are the Colts, man? They're they're legit, dude. T.Y. is coming on late for them. Typical. Jonathan Taylor catching speed. (laughs) Yeah, Jonathan Taylor catching speed, and he's really catching his drive. Rivers playing well. The AFC, and and, and an AFC that's loaded. And I would love to see this team play the Chiefs. I think it will be interesting. I think the Colts are a top-five team, in my opinion. And and no no in particular order. I think it's the Chiefs, Bills, Saints, Steelers, and Colts. Not in no particular You're order. That high on them? I, wow. Yes, I'm very high on the Colts. The Colts are legit. They have good coaching, great defense. They they can run the ball. They have Phillip Rivers, an experienced quarterback. Yes, he needs to be managed, but he gets the job done. Their receivers are more than capable. They're not great, but they're more than capable of making big plays. They're legit. I need to see just a touch more. I kind of want to see a game where Phil Rivers is good, 
And by good, I mean, like, you know, he's throwing the ball with reckless abandon. He's not throwing picks. That's what I want to see. If they can get a game like that from Phillip, I'll believe the hype. But they're trending in the right decision. They're probably one of the better teams, like you said. I just want to see a little bit more from them. We'll see if they can beat out Tennessee for the division lead. Because as of right now, Tennessee is winning the division. They're both they both have the same record. Tennessee just beat Detroit today, 46 to 25. This game got kind of out of hand in the fourth quarter. It was close for a little bit, but Smoke Henry is unfair, bro. I've, Smoke Henry, oh King God, Henry, whatever the hell you want to call him. I feel him. bad for guys trying to tackle him. They don't want to. <laughs> yeah, Stafford did all he can. They suck, Big dude. Big shout out the to Lions Stafford, suck. man. We didn't think he was going to play yeah. either. Yeah, straight warrior, bro. Straight warrior that he played. We're not going to spend a lot of time here because this game was a, it got ugly quick in the last quarter. Tannehill was fantastic. Henry was fantastic. Corey Davis is coming on. He's probably never going to be worth where he was drafted, but he's a solid playmaker, man. Yeah, the, the Titans are, are looking to to really make a statement in the AFC because they can beat anyone. I, the Titans are just one of those teams. They can beat any team, and I'm inclu- I'm including the Chiefs in that talk. They're more than capable of beating the Chiefs. They have beat the Chiefs before. Yes, they lost in the playoffs to them, but they they'll, they're going to put up a fight. They can play with anyone in this league. They're just a really hot and cold team. I, I really do feel like they they play down to to their opponents' competition sometimes. But Adori played today. That's big for them. They need him. They have had horrible yeah. corner play all year. Yeah, their defense, I I like their defense when they're healthy. I love their coaching staff. I like Ryan Tannehill. I think he's more than capable of making big-time throws. He got too much hate early in his career in Miami. Yeah, yeah. He needed to get out of Miami. Yeah, it was injuries. Dolphins at that point. Yeah, the Dolphins were going in a different direction. They traded juice and... They were just cleaning house. They wanted to get a new regime. He didn't really fit it. He had a lot of injuries, but comeback story, dude. He's found a home in Tennessee. Everything kind of went went into a full circle for him over there. Mariota gets hurt. He takes over the team. They get hot. He fits that team perfectly. When, I really like what I what I see from Tennessee. When they throw the ball, they are so aggressive. Like Corey Davis, 75-yard bomb today. They don't dink and yeah. dunk. They're aggressive yeah. off the play action, and I mean – Derrick Henry, he's a game breaker. He gives them a chance to beat almost any team, I believe. Definitely. And moving on to another game. Well, these games all kind of sucked, right? (laughs) The next few games we're going to talk about. I just want to preference it. Yeah, we had San Francisco at Dallas. Dallas got away with a win, 41-33. I was way wrong on this game. Nick Mullins is terrible. Was anyone right about this game, baby? You were right. You can't even, dude. You could you couldn't even trust this dude to throw a hail mary. That's how trash he was. <laughs> he, he, he completed it. What are you mad about? No, that was CJ Beathard, bro. I uh, thought he. I was excited for a second because I, dude. I think you're wrong. Am I? No, you're wrong. It, it was CJ Beathard. They literally brought in CJ Beathard to throw the hail mary. And he completed it to Kendrick Bourne. I mean, it didn't matter. Oh my God, but that's just dude. how that's how that's how trash the guy is. They didn't on, even want to keep him in Nick. for the Hail Mary. Come on, <laughs> yo. Uh, Fantasy wise, this was the best game for CD Lamb. CD Lamb's a jerk. I just have that <laughs> in my notes. 
<laughs> like, bro. <laughs> Kickoff return. Puna Micah Hyde. Bro, yeah. CeeDee Lamb's a baller, man. Let's just get into yeah. the big thing. There's one big thing to take away from this game, right? Yeah, Zeke sucks. Well, I was going to say they have a $20 million problem in the backfield. That doesn't need to be there. <laughs> maybe it's Yeah, maybe it's because he didn't play today. That's why they won. <laughs> it's obvious. Oh, I don't care. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to keep on saying it, dude. I don't care. Dallas fans, you're on drugs. Tony Pollard is your best freaking running back by far. I don't care what anyone says. That guy makes way more freaking plays than than Zeke does. He's so much more explosive. I think Zeke's averaging like 3.9 a carry. Tony Pollard, he pops, man. He's shifty. That run he had, did you see it? Like it was a 50-yard run. He made like three guys miss. Yeah. I'm like, that's a Zeke I, I got used to from Ohio State, first yeah. years in Dallas. But he's lost it, man. He's got a lot of wear and tear. Why do you want yeah, to pay running back I- $20 million unless their name's Derrick Henry? Exactly. It's the eye test, bro. He's better than Zeke. I don't know what Dallas is going to do with him, whether they're going to cut or trade him. They need to do something because Zeke is not the guy. He's not even the best running back on his team. Regardless, good win for Dallas. They're still in the hunt some way or another. They still got a chance to win the division. I don't think they are. I think it's either going to be Washington (laughs) or or New York. Mike McCarthy better be coaching hard these next few weeks. (laughs) Yeah, regardless, go win for Dallas. Sorry, sorry, Niner fans. Your team is talented. They're just talented. They're the least talented team maybe outside of the Jets. No, the Jets are more talented at quarterback. They're probably the what least talented team at quarterback right now? Yeah, and a lot of people thought that they had two good quarterbacks with Nick Mullins and Garoppolo. (laughs) Tough look for my guy Nick. Yeah, it's way too many injuries for them to overcome. It's it's way too many. It's I feel bad for them, and then plus Nick Mullins is freaking terrible. I, it's bad. That that guy sucks. But moving on to another team that sucks, Jacksonville Jaguars. The poor Jaguars. They it was kind did of a their win job for them today. today. They did their yeah, job. They did their job. They lost. They got their ass kicked. Forty <laughs> they, to fourteen. They got Trevor Lawrence right now. <laughs> exactly. They they got their. They're ass kicked by the by the Ravens. Should we even talk Baltimore about this dominated. Game? Should we even talk about it? Should we just talk about the Notre Dame? Oh, that was a blowout too. Notre Dame versus Clemson. Should we just talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence looks so good. Yeah, I mean, they might get him because the Jets won. <laughs> Were you happy for Dez? I was happy. I I didn't like Dez, and he's on the Cowboys, obviously. But it's a good story, you know. Three years out the league, the COVID thing. I'm glad he caught a tub today. Probably gonna be his yeah, only tub cool. because he's yeah. not very. Ravens good. got an easy. Ravens got an easy schedule coming up. They they're they're looking to make a push for the playoffs because they got an easy schedule. And I I see the Ravens probably sneaking in, but they dominated Jacksonville today. Jacksonville's probably gonna get Trevor Lawrence. We'll see how that works out. Right now, who's getting Trevor? Jets or Jags? I would say the Jags because I, I, I don't think yeah neither of those teams are gonna win another game. They should have to play. Winner take all, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'd watch great. that game. I'd wa- people would watch that game. Yeah, people would. People would watch any NFL game <laughs> because Saturday we had a couple of games. The NFL, I felt like, just try to do this to Screw mess sports. over the cha- – Yeah, to try to mess over college sports and championship Saturday. If you guys didn't know, the NFL had two games going on. They had Carolina at Green Bay. Green Bay won that game. 24 to 16 
Packers dominated. Rodgers dominated. Way too much for the Panthers. Panthers look like they packed it up. Uh, Packers are probably the best they team in the NFC right fight. now. A little fight at the end, but it's just they're just outmatched, yeah. outclassed by the Packers. The Packers look like, like you said, they were just chilling, playing with their food. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is a beast, dude. Devontae Adams, did he catch a touchdown? Devontae Adams did not catch a touchdown. Wow. There is someone who caught a touchdown I want to talk to you about. Robert Tunyon. I saw this stat online. <laughs> How many touchdowns did Jimmy Graham catch for the Packers in what, like three, four years? For the Packers, uh, I don't know, maybe like three. Five. He's caught nine Five. this year, Tanya. That's insane. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. You're better than that, Jimmy. And speaking of another team who got dismantled, and that this was the other Saturday game. Were you Buffalo smiling? at Denver. Were you smiling? Yeah, I'm, we're both smiling because look, I, I'm a, I love the Bills, dude. The Bills beat down the the Broncos forty eight to nineteen, just straight spanking. Bills look good, but we were completely wrong on this game because they were definitely not hungover from that Steelers win. No, I mean we were just saying that's a possibility, but I think you know we still thought the Bills were so much better. But you know you go to Denver on a short week and. You know, like it's a little shorter because you're playing on a Saturday. But Drew Locke, man, right when you have a good game, you got to have a game like that. They're so dumb. They suck, (laughs) Denver. Should John Elway be on the hot seat? Let's just talk about that. It's tough because they they actually look good those last, like, three or four games besides the the COVID game. But, yeah, it's it's tough look for for the Broncos right now. I don't think they're confident in Drew Locke. I don't I don't think they know what they're gonna do with Drew Locke. I know what I'll do. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't touch cut. him. I would get rid of cut. him. Cut. Trim the fat. <laughs> cut. Slide him some do money what under you the gotta table. Do. Say bye bye. Have a nice day. Yo, this yeah, is but, a classic. You win a Super Bowl as a GM, you get like five extra years you shouldn't get. <laughs> John Elway, my guy, this one's for John. <laughs> Come on, John. I need more than that. Like find you can't yeah. you can't find a good QB, come on. Yeah, congratulations to the Bills though. They won their division for the first time since 1995. That's Bro, when I graced this. That, earth. Both of us, right? You're yeah, that, we were born in '95, dog. Like that's how long it's been. It's been 25 years since the Bills have won that division. I love to see it. Congratulations to the Bills. I love their team. I love their quarterback and their coaches. I look for them to make a deep run in the AFC. They're just really good. I'm so happy for the Bills, man. I've always liked the Bills. You know, those, it's been one of those teams, man. They've been like just a running joke for the last, what, 20 years. It's good that they've turned it around. Sean McDermott deserves a lot of respect. Brandon Bean, Daybaugh, Joshi, Stefan Diggs is balling. This is a great team. I think they're going to make some noise. I don't know if they're the best team. But they're going to be a tough out for sure, and they're probably going to win a playoff game or two. Uh, is there any other crappy games to talk about? Uh, you know what? Can oh. I bring up a game? Can I? Is it okay? Mm, Thursday night football. Nah. Nah. We had the Los Angeles Chargers bolt up Super Chargers versus the Las Vegas disappointing Raiders. Look, bolt I just up. want to hear. I want to hear your opinion on the Chargers first. I'll take care of the Raiders. <laughs> Oh, I bet. I bet. I hope you're digging a ditch to put the Raiders season in. 
<laughs> I'm gonna bury the Raiders like Tony Soprano did. R.I.P. Tony Soprano. You mean Soprano? Tony Soprano. Shout out! Shout out to him. Rest in peace. But I'm gonna bury the Raiders like he did the football. With the football. <laughs> when he buried the football, that's what I'm gonna do to the Raiders. But continue. I want you to talk about the Chargers because they deserve Justin it. Justin Herbert's a freaking beast. Should have been the first quarterback taken potentially. I'm saying that I know Burrow's hurt. Herbert's been the best rookie quarterback, even with Burrow playing as good as he was. Anthony Lynn, my guy, can you just can he just get fired? I like Anthony Lynn. <laughs> Justin Herbert's gonna save this bum's job. <laughs> Literally. He's gonna save it. You're not lying. You're not lying at all. They they had so many opportunities to close out that game. I they know. just want they're just like, here, take it. Please, I don't want it. Just take it. I hate it. Don't <laughs> give it to I grow. A win? We don't like those here. You told me this, and I was shocked. I didn't hear this on the broadcast. They take out Keenan Allen, so Herbert will throw to the more to more targets. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That is so stupid. I, you should Mike get fired Williams for that. Yeah, Mike Williams legitly did get hurt. But Keenan Allen was healthy, dude. Like he there was nothing wrong with Keenan Allen. And they literally take out Keenan Allen because he quote unquote throws to him too much and they don't want him making bad habits. Look, you guys don't know bad habits. You guys have bad habits of your own. Justin Herbert is just fine, dude. Give him his give him Keenan Allen. I don't care if he throws to him a million times. You know why he throws to him a million times? Maybe because he's the only good receiver on their team. Maybe you guys ever thought about that? No, they haven't thought about that because they're the Chargers. Well, they, didn't they miss like two field goals this game too? They missed two field goals. Oh. I'm telling you, they just that that game had no business in going into overtime. They suck, man. I know they beat the Raiders. I know you're gonna rant, but Chargers suck. Herbert's a great piece. Keenan Allen's good. This kid is special, man. I there's no other yeah. way to put it. That throw we had to basically ice your team. Where he gets hit and he throws a laser, forty yards to Guyton. That was an amazing throw. I know he fumbled. That was insane. Well, you can get into it. You go ahead. And t- why don't you take me through your thought process on the fumble that got recovered and they brought it back to the one? I I knew I knew they were gonna bring him back to the one. Wait, hold as on. a Raider hold fan, on, if you, hold on. what did what were the percentages you thought you'd recover that fumble? Zero. Okay. I knew we weren't gonna recover it. <laughs> okay. I just knew it wasn't gonna be a touchdown. I wasn't worried. As a Raider fan, if you're a diehard Raider fan, you know about the Holy Roller. Literally, the Holy Roller happened, and it's the new era. And that's the whole reason why they had that rule in the last, in under two minutes. The player, the offensive player who fumbles the ball has to be the one to recover it. Shout out to David Casper. But that's <laughs> why they Casper made that rule. David Casper was smiling when they brought that ball back, saying we gave him the Raiders exactly. life. So I, I, knew, I knew it wasn't over, but. It was zero chance. We, we made the play. No one, no one went for the ball. No one had a freaking clue where the ball was because our defense sucks. Before I get into the Raiders, shout out to Justin Herbert. He's great. He's gonna be a pain in our in our butt in our division, just like Patrick Mahomes. He's great. Really quick, I don't know if you saw this. I forgot which Raider linebacker it was. He obviously didn't know the rule. When they recovered the ball, this fool slammed his helmet into the ground. <laughs> And he was super puzzled about what was happening. And he went back out there. It's hilarious. 
Hey, was it was like probably Raekwon McMillan of, or something. I think it was Raekwon McMillan. Yeah, was this the weekend of like fumbling like on the goal line as a quarterback? Is Teddy Bridgewater fumbled? Someone else fumbled today. I can't remember who. But there's a lot of fumbles on the goal line on sneaks. But go ahead. Go ahead. You rant. I'm just going to be here. Look, I am so disappointed in the Raiders. I'm disappointed in Carr. I'm disappointed in Gruden. Carr gets hurt. The offense looks better with Mariota and his running ability. I know he played amazing, dude. Shout out to Mariota. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. It was, it was cool for him to have a little comeback game. But that doesn't help out our defense, who is probably one of the worst defenses in the league. But one thing that got my attention, dude, our offensive line is the most expensive offensive line in the league. Most money towards. And we couldn't punch it in from five yards with Josh Jacobs. I will say the third down play call was horrible. That sprint right out option. Terrible. That was a terrible call. But can, go ahead about the line. I'm with you 100%. It was embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing. No Bosa. That we I had. just want to add that. No Bosa. He was uh, getting evaluated for a concussion. And, yeah, and no Bosa. And no Bosa. It was freaking embarrassing, dude. I love our offensive line. I'm, I'm, I love our offensive line so much. I literally want a Rodney Hudson jersey because I just feel like he's a guy who never gets as much credit as he does. But this game, I don't know what the hell happened. Usually we can dominate teams like that, especially when they didn't even have Bosa. The Chargers have solid defense alignment. Nothing amazing, though. No like Aaron Donald or someone who's game wrecking abilities. Okay, it was freaking embarrassing. The fact that we couldn't get a push that night. It was freaking so hard to look at. Gabe Jackson, Rodney the Hudson. Right side, man. Yeah, Trent Brown. Nobody couldn't get a push. Once again, I'm telling you, it was freaking embarrassing. Ever since that Chiefs game, we never looked the same. That's why you don't count moral victories because it looks like the Raiders counted that as a moral victory and they thought that they were a better team than they were. And that's not the case. They need a lot of work. We're probably going to go 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven like I predicted in the beginning of the year. But it felt good to beat some good teams this year. Our season's over. We're on freaking ventilators right now, barely breathing, barely alive. We're not, we have a 2 COVID. Yeah, our, our team has a 2% chance to make in the playoffs. It's not going to happen, Raider fans. I'm sorry. I love the Raiders. I look forward to next year. I'm still going to watch these last two games. The season's over, dude. It's embarrassing the way that we lost. If Mariota balls out, if Mariota balls out, I know it's an if. Is there quarterback controversy these last two games? Yeah, there is. That's crazy because Carr's played good this year, but something about Carr, man, he doesn't always deliver. He kind of has these up and down like games. Like, you know, the Falcons game was bad on his part. Dumb turnovers. I mean, we'll see yeah. with Marcus. Mariota, He's talented. He's a second yeah. overall pick. He was good in Tennessee. He gets paid. He gets paid the top dollar for a backup quarterback, so he did his job. Well, with that being said, man, it was a great weekend as far as football College goes. Football, we had champ- NFL. Yeah, championship Saturday. It was great. Uh, football Sunday was great. We had a couple games on Saturday. It was uh, Thursday night football. Bittersweet. I guess it was cool. Bittersweet. <laughs> it was cool. But – we had some NBA basketball news coming out this weekend also. 
Kyle Kuzma extension with the Lakers. Bag. I don't know the exact numbers. I'm pretty sure that you have them. Let's hear about it, Max. Three years, $40 million contract. The third year is a player option. So basically two years. What is that? 20-something million and change, right? Something like that. Yeah. I like the move. It makes Kuzma much easier to trade because as it stood right now, his cap's so low it's hard to trade him for anything because in the NBA you have to match contracts. It doesn't work. Like We can't trade Bradley Beal for Kyle Kuzma straight up. The contracts won't work. I think he's going to have a good yeah. year, honestly, and I've been saying that because there's no pressure on him. The team won the championship. He's going to have to compete. He took some steps in the right direction in the bubble. If he can just become a solid three-point shooter, he's like a 3-and-D wing with a little bit extra offense flair. Uh, it's a good move. Solid move by the Lakers. They're keeping the core. He's not really a core, I would say. Like I saw a picture. Oh, Lakers got their foundation with Braun and AD and Kuz. But they've been talking about trading Kuz for like two years. <laughs> he's, he's definitely not one of the core guys. You don't trade the core guys. Yeah. Just a quick little Laker trivia. You get one you get one guess at this. Who was the last draft pick that the Lakers extended? Draft pick. Bynum? Kobe? Correct. Andrew was Bynum, Bynum. That was the last Yeah, that was the last wow. guy who got extended by the Lakers. So it's been that long. Hopefully it, it works <laughs> out better than Bynum. I don't know. That but, worked out for us. We got the way for that year. <laughs> if Bynum ruined his career bowling, hashtag bring back Bynum. Throwback. But, hey, I, I, I like the contract also. Um, I think it fits his value when you take in consideration that he's been switching roles constantly ever since he's been a part of the Lakers. The improvement on defense that some people didn't think he can make the jump for. He's actually been improving in that department. I don't know who you're talking about, but if you have something to say, <laughs> say it, bro. Hey, just before we had this podcast, Max was a person who did not believe in Kyle Kuzma on the defensive end and said that he will not improve. He had some valid reasons, but safe to say that Kuzma has been proving him wrong. And hey, I'm not saying Kyle Kuzma's an all defense type of guy. He's just he has he has improved a lot. From where he was. Part of the reason was Luke Walton trying to play him at the five. He's a guy who's better on the perimeter than he is against the basket because he's small. I know he's 6'8", but he's not like a big guy, right? He doesn't have a lot of strength. I think this contract is one of the few I've seen that like fits the value. And that being said, are you good with Kuzma? Yeah, Let's I, talk about I like it. my guy. This guy's my like. This is my guy, Rudy Gobert. I've been on him before he was starting in Utah, Juan can attest. I've known Juan a long time, and I was like, Juan, they got this guy in Utah. His name, his name's Jobert. You could ask Juan. We used to play two yeah. K. I put him in the lineup, and Juan's like, "Who is this freaking seven, like two gazelle with these long ass arms?" I'm like, "Bro, it's the future." Like I would just run pick and roll and lob to him all day, but I hate this contract so much. He got I a bag. I can't believe it. Get your I bag. cannot believe it. He got. More I was than shocked. AD. I was shocked when I seen it. He probably doesn't have the opt-outs. I haven't seen the specifics yet that AD has, but you don't pay Rudy Gobert this much money. I know he's good. I know you're Utah. But, like, man, you got to draw the line somewhere. You can't give him more than AD. AD can win an MVP. I would have let him walk. I would have let him play out this year. And if he walked, he walked, dude. First of all, he doesn't fit on the floor during some playoff series. We have seen that. 
I just don't like it. it he's yeah, he's he's a great defensive anchor at times, but great rim runner. I just feel like it's great. Yeah, it, it's setter, it's the whole it's the whole thing with it, it's the whole thing with the Lakers with JaVel McGee and Dwight Howard. Like, yeah, those guys are good in certain series and they really do help out. But some there's just some series you can't play those type of guys. You just can't. He's improved playing the perimeter. He's not like it's AD, right? AD can move his feet. Gobert's like a big. He's kind of stiff, right? He's the best shot blocker in basketball. He's the best defensive big protecting the basket. But paying the guy $40 million when he's, what, average on offense? I mean, he's a great lob target, great finisher around the rim, but you can't throw the ball to him. He doesn't command that much attention. That's what scares me. Me, let's let's get this straight. We have no issue with Rudy Gobert. He's an all-star level player. But this is like giving Tobias Harris max money. Yeah, you don't do the it. Value. You just don't do you, it. It's too yeah. much money for what it is. And Way I know it much. hurts to let your guy walk. I've been saying this about big guys. If you look at the trend of the NBA, it's a lot of serviceable big men. Dwight Howard, um, Daniel Theis is starting for the Boston Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Raptors using a combination of Serge Ibaka, Marcus Saul. They're not premier players anymore. This obviously didn't work, but Houston abandoned centers. So why are you going to give a guy $40 million who's not a top five player in basketball? Top 10. That's insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I, I couldn't believe it. The Jazz are freaking nuts for giving this guy this money. But, hey, congrats to Rudy. Get your money, my guy. Get your bag, boy. What, is, what kind Get of your bag? What is it? Euros in France? Spend your Euros, bro. <laughs> Just spend and just it. with the fact, I I mean, I guess the the relationship with Donovan Mitchell is good now. Oh yeah, I guess I guess that first round playoff exit just strengthened it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was all that talk, right? They're gonna break it up. If it was me, dude, I would trade him. Man, I love Gobert, right? You know that. It's just too much money, dude. You can't give a guy like this. This is the problem with yeah. max contracts. This is the issue. He's a max level player because, but since he won a defensive player of the year, his max goes from twenty million a year to forty. It's so bad. Yeah, that's it was nuts. a bad. Move. And we love we love Rudy Gobert in some aspects of his game. He's amazing, but forty million dollars that is just that's Anthony Davis money, and you he does not play at Anthony Davis level. AD got five for one ninety five. That's come on. What world? What world are we living in? Yeah, they were better off just letting them play out the year. Expiring contracts are more valuable just to have them. It's it's insane, dude. It's it's crazy. Who's better agent, Gordon Hayward or Gobert's? I it's tough. Gordon man. Hayward, <laughs> at least Gobert <laughs> is good. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that boy Gordon Hayward, man, get your money, dude. I've said it before. Paul George, get your money. I ain't get mad at you if you get your money, but man, come on, teams, be smarter than that. Like this makes me like almost sick that he got more money than AD, and I love both these players, I really do. Yeah, and Max is is the first person to admit like he's a big fan of not only Rudy Gobert but the Jazz in general and just what their culture is and how they play. He loves the way they play. Power rankings, man, come on. Yeah, and it's just you're a fool if you think that this is a good deal. It's just, it's insane. It really is. You just don't pay a guy that much money. We just call the it podcast. It doesn't make any sense. We just call it on this, man. This is insane. I hate this <laughs> move, man. It's a D move. Like, it's a D, D 
plus just because yeah. he's a good player. You just can't pay the guy that much money. And I know you're a small I know, market. I get it. Yeah, and I know I know we're sounding like homers because we like the Kyle Kuzma deal, but it's just the facts, dude. Like Kyle Kuzma's deal is just fits way more value. If we gave it's just him the value sixty million, I'd hate it for Kuzma. If we gave him fifty, I'd hate it. Like this is a good value. It's ten million a year, basically. For a guy like Rudy Gobert, it just doesn't fit the value. No, and it's just that's the problem with max contracts, man. We should we should really figure out a way one day to get rid of them. Yeah, maybe a future topic in the NBA. We'll Does see. Does that apply? <laughs> what are we like that professional now? Are you plugging stuff? Or in, that's in the works. <laughs> it's in the works. Well, we talk about max contracts on the Max and Wancast <laughs> before Planet <laughs> Namic explodes. <laughs> Oh, man. But with that said, I think that's about it, dude. I think that's about it. You want to call it? it? Uh, let's call it, man. It's We've been podcasting for a long time, man. I'm tired. It's Sunday night. I got work in the a.m. It's Christmas week. It's going to be a little funky schedule this week with the podcast coming out. You want to let them know? Yeah, we'll we'll try to get out our NFL pickums a lot earlier just because there's, there's multiple weekday games. And with the whole Christmas schedule and – uh, not to mention the NBA kicks off this week on the 22nd. Tuesday, so, baby. Let's go Lakers. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of, a lot of content coming out. We'll try to make it work. Um, we'll see how it goes. Well, I think we're going to have the pickums in the middle of the weekish, right? Tuesday, Wednesday ish. And yeah. we're going to try to do a th- Christmas night reaction to the NBA games. And we're going to talk about some NBA topics, I believe. Yeah. Either way, we'll make it work. That's our gift we'll to you do. guys. That's our <laughs> gift to you, America. Exactly. We're in the giving mood. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate it. With man. that said, yeah. With, with that said, make sure to follow us on all the platforms. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That is at Max underscore Juan Cast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify. Make sure to leave a review, five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're everywhere, bro. YouTube. And if you ever want to search us up on those platforms, it is at Max and Juan Cast. Dropping YouTube videos like crazy. Just came out with one about Paul George and Giannis and Pandemic how their contracts P. and how they yeah, and how <laughs> they affect the NBA. Another guy <laughs> getting his bag, I might add. <laughs> Guys getting bags left and right. <laughs> like Juan said, we're so appreciative of you guys. We're going to keep going. I'm sure we sound like a broken record at this point, right? Because we always say this stuff, but it's just true. It's just the reality. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Happy holidays. I hope everyone has a safe holiday season. Let's just hope this COVID stuff's over, man. I want to see fans back in sporting arenas. Yeah. Definitely, dude. Couldn't couldn't say it better. Happy holidays, y'all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Stay safe out there. And we out. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs>